So we celebrate this third Sunday of Advent. The tabernacle candle in the church burns in loving memory of Mary Milton and Bubba Broussard. The second collection today is for the building fund. The monthly pro-life mass is this Tuesday at 5.30 p.m. A Latin mass will be offered next Saturday morning after the 8 a.m. mass. We'll be offering the 9 a.m. mass to celebrate Ember Saturday in Advent. This is the last weekend to make donations for Christmas poinsettias to decorate the church in memory of loved ones. Members of the KCs will be in the vestibule after mass to take those donations. This is also the last weekend to donate food items for the Christmas baskets for the needy. A collection barrel is in the vestibule. This Wednesday is the deadline to enter the Keep Christ in Christmas poster contest sponsored by the KCs. Winners in each category will receive $25 and a certificate. Entry forms are available on the bulletin board in the vestibule. Bishop Duca has also asked that a letter be read this weekend at all the masses. And so he says to us, Dear brothers and sisters, recently Pope Francis called for the entire church to engage in a synodal process officially entitled Toward a Synodal Church. Communion Participation Mission. While many dioceses began this consultation process in October, our diocese was still recovering from Hurricane Ida. Now, though, is an opportune time for us to heed the Holy Father's call. To understand synodality, it is important to understand the concept of a synod. Simply stated, a synod is a meeting or assembly of church leaders. Such gatherings are rooted in sacred scripture. Acts of the Apostles, chapter 15, and can take place locally, on a, on a regional level, nationally, or internationally. Such opportunities for gathering and dialogue have often been used to raise important issues and seek consensus in the Church's history. Synodality refers to the way in which decisions are made that involves listening to a broad range of the faithful and discussing issues that impact the Church and the world constantly open to the Holy Spirit's call for direction and action. Conversations are meant to be had with parousia, a Greek word that appears in the New Testament that can be translated as frankness or boldness. After such discussions, the documents are drafted, and these documents assist church leaders in decision-making. Pope Francis believes that the church should, be, should best practice synodality, first beginning on a local level. To assist in our diocesan process, I've appointed one of my vicars, Father Jamin David, and two members of the faithful to lead this process in Baton Rouge. Over the next months, synodal sessions will be held in every deanery in the Diocese of Baton Rouge, as orchestrated by our deans. After these dialogues, report from every diocese in the United States will be submitted to the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, the USCCB, for, for, uh, to assist with a continental phase of dialogue in late 2022 and early 2023. A final phase of dialogue will conclude on a, on a universal level at the Holy See in Rome in October 2023. The reasonable expectation of these sessions will likely be an apostolic exhortation from the Holy Father with ideas and decisions to grow ecclesial life. I ask all of the faithful of our local church to consider participating in the dialogue session, if not in your own deanery, then at another location in the diocese. A schedule of these sessions will be forthcoming. Should parish dialogue sessions be tenable, we will schedule these as well. If you are unable to participate in person, an online form will be created for you to submit ideas directly to our diocesan offices 
which will aid in the creation of a diocesan report. While this process might be unusual for many, Pope Francis's aim is for the church to walk together. And while there may be disagreement, I know the process will, will encourage listening with humility to the needs of our church and the world. Open the Lord, Michael G. Duca, Bishop of Baton Rouge. It's always a special joy on the third Sunday of Advent to be able to don the rose garments once more and to be able to lift up our hearts in rejoicing as we hear the word rejoice and joy echoed continuously throughout the sacred liturgy. It is a reminder to us, as St. Paul told us, the Lord is near. On this third Sunday, we recognize that we are halfway there as far as our preparations for the Christmas season of preparing our hearts or allowing them to be prepared by Christ himself. It is for this reason that we are to be joyful, that the Lord is drawing closer and closer to us, and hopefully we to him. Over the last two weeks, I've encouraged certain preparations, the first of them being an embrace of the waiting that we experience during this season whether waiting in our cars, waiting at home, waiting in lines, or any number of other things that we may experience a wait for, the encouragement to offer these things to our Lord and to allow them to bear fruit. Last week, I encouraged each of you to go to confession. And if you haven't done so yet, there's still plenty of time. We have confessions every single day in the parish available, uh, sadly, with the exception of Sunday. But if you catch me on Sunday, I'll do my best to be able to hear that as well. But those first two, the waiting and the confession, can be rather active or rather passive things that we experience. The waiting is not usually something that we go and pursue. None of us looks on our iPhone and sees that, that oh, the traffic is really terrible. Let me go get on the interstate real quick. That would be absurd. And waiting happens to us, not something we really pursue. At the same time, confession is something that we prepare our hearts, we do an examination of conscience, and then one goes to the confessional, and it's the Lord who does the work. It's the Lord who comes and washes us clean. We simply have to place ourselves in His presence for Him to do it. But today, we are called to act a bit more. We get our cue exactly from the Holy Gospel we heard proclaimed a few moments ago. The refrain of the question that people are asking John the Baptist, because indeed he is a holy man, people recognize it. And whenever you encounter a holy person, it's important for us to, when you encounter a person who is notable in holiness, ask them things. It's an axiom of the spiritual life. You want to get their wisdom, get their insights, to be able to gain some, some knowledge from them who have walked the path. So they ask John questions. And the question that they ask over and over and over again in these little groups as they come forward is, what should we do? What should we do? Now this, of course, is in response to John's call to repent from their sins, to turn away from their sins, to turn away from their, from their wickedness, and to be able to seek and prepare their hearts for God. To which they respond, what should we do? Concretely, how do we do this? 
he gives them a few examples which we have contained here, and certainly he, he likely gave more. If you have two cloaks, share one of them. If you have extra food, share it. For those who are tax collectors, collect justly, rather than unjustly taking extra for oneself. If you're a soldier, do not, do not uh, do extortion and false accusations so as to be able to more or less keep your job, but rather be just. We can imagine a variety of other people came forward asking concretely, what should we do? What should we do? And this is the question that the Lord wants to put upon our hearts here today. The question I have for you is, as the call to repentance continues to be given to us in this holy season, what should you do? It's a call to change. Conversion of our lives isn't something that just happens once and then we're good. Conversion is a continuous thing. Repentance, a continuous thing. Renewal within our spiritual life, a continuous thing. If we are not changing and growing in a spiritual life, we are dying. There is no plateau in the spiritual realm. It's either up or down. So what is it that you should be doing? One could offer a whole variety of things, but I would suggest that you already likely know it yourself. And usually when one asks the question, what should I change? We know what we want to, we know what we need to change. Very often we just simply don't want to, if we're honest. Because we do the thing, because we get something out of it. We eat too much because we like food. We watch TV too much because it's easy and entertaining. We do various things because they bring us something in response. But the call to repentance is a call to change something in us, to actively do something different. I was listening to a podcast a while back that was reflecting upon whenever you come into a, when a, when a person comes into a business, three questions they ought to ask the people that work there. What should we keep doing here? What should we stop doing here? And what should we start doing here? And I think those are three questions that we ought to ask for our own souls. What is it that is bearing fruit in my life? What is it that actually is, is something that is good and nourishing that I need to make sure stays here? What is something that I need to stop doing? An activity, a thing, a bad habit, a vice that one practices. What is it that I need to root out of my life or to cut back at least? What is it that I need to start doing differently? What is it that the Lord is calling me to, to change something in a positive manner? These are simple things that we can ask of ourselves, and they have concrete answers, each of them different for every single one of us. This time of Advent is a wonderful time to allow our hearts to be prepared by Christ, but it takes our work as well. It takes us being willing to understand what it is that God desires of us and to have the courage to put it into action. As we offer this Holy Mass, a time for us to be lifted up with our hearts full of joy as the Lord is near. Let us prepare our hearts, let us change our lives to seek His face, to rejoice in the kingdom that is to come.